coming to you live from the basement of an abandoned house in the middle of a field. It's the Derek Izzy Show. Making history his story, Derek Izzy. Moses, thank you for that wonderful introduction, as usual. The topic of today's podcast is an old one, back in the time of the Civil War. Moses, were you around back then? Come on, boss. I may be old, but I'm not that old. I think my great-great-grandma... Wait, I think my great-great-grandpa may have been in the Civil War, but... I don't know. That's... That's too far back to remember. Well, Moses, I know that you're kind of into history, so this might be right up your alley. Today's show is being brought to you by Audible. If you'd like a free subscription to Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash Derek. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Derek. That will give you a free 30-day trial of their service. What is Audible? Well, You're listening to my podcast, so obviously you know how to download things to your phone. Audible is the largest supplier of downloadable books. These books are in audio form, so you can listen to them while you're driving in your car, while you're relaxing at home at night. Over 180,000 different titles. Personally, I've downloaded Adam Carolla's book, and he's got several books on Audible now. But if you go to audibletrial.com slash Derek, you will get a free 30-day trial courtesy of The Derek Izzy Show. That free 30-day trial gets you one free book download, estimated value of anywhere between $10 and $30. So go ahead and enjoy that promo. audibletrial.com slash Derek. We also have that link on our podcast page, so you can go to the website derekizzy.com Click on that link and go directly to it. And now, the topic of today's podcast. Today's show is being brought to you with the assistance of Donald Markle. Donald was a history buff, a Civil War enthusiast, wrote a book called Spies and Spymasters of the Civil War, as well as a few other books. I observed uh, one of his speeches. He spoke in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. He's got a lot of interesting historical facts from the Civil War and other surrounding time periods. He's no longer living, but his work lives on, and today's podcast is made possible largely from the work and research that he has done. The topic of today's podcast was a soldier in the Civil War. His name was Frank Thompson. While at first, 
He could not qualify for the army, but after four tries, he was finally able to get sworn in to the Union Army. At the time, the Union Army was hurting for soldiers, so the physical examination merely consisted of several questions. This allowed our not very physically gifted Franklin Thompson to enlist into the Union Army. After enlisting in 1861, he became a nurse in the Army. After training in Washington, D.C., his unit was stationed in Virginia. As a male nurse in the second Michigan Volunteers, he worked in the hospitals, tending to wounded soldiers. Tragedy had begun to strike all around him. A Union secret agent working in Richmond was captured and executed via firing squad. Another officer was killed on patrol. This was an officer that Franklin Thompson had known from growing up. The results of these events had created a need for spies. These spies were tasked with the mission of leaving the Union Army, disguising themselves as different roles in the Confederate Army, and infiltrating the Confederacy to try and steal secrets, any type of secrets they could get, war plans, battle strategies, where the next attack was being planned, what the generals were doing, and how they were going about their strategy to win the war. This was all sensitive information. Back in the 1860s, there was a lot of information given by word of mouth or by pen and paper. They did not have the advanced technology and coding systems that we have in today's warfare. So a lot of information was merely written down on a piece of paper and sent by courier to the other generals. Our Franklin Thompson studied all he could about weapons, tactics, geography, the military personalities that he might come in contact with as a spy. Private Thompson received his very first mission. Before I get into the details of this mission, I was able to confer with several historians that agreed that Franklin Thompson indeed had played the role of a soldier, a nurse, and possibly a spy. But the details of the spy missions came directly from his journal and memoirs, as well as the book that he published when he exited the war. There may be some embellishment in these stories because there haven't been enough historical facts and enough research to really prove that they are true and that everything happened. However, based on Franklin Thompson's service record, I tend to side that the events were probably true. Maybe some embellishment as to what happened during the events, but I would say that he definitely was a spy and a successful spy for the Union Army. This very first mission was to disguise as a black man. He used silver nitrate to darken his skin to the point that the doctors at the hospital did not even recognize him. He wore a black minstrel wig and chose the name Cuff, C-U-F-F. Once on the Confederate front line, he was assigned to work 
on the ramparts that were built by the local black men in the army. His hands got so blistered the first day that he convinced a fellow slave to trade jobs, and he ended up working in the kitchen, all the while staying alert for anything he could learn and observe. During this time in the army, he learned a great deal about the morale of the troops, the size of the army, what kind of weapons they had. All this information was very useful to the Union Army. After the second day, he was assigned as a Confederate picket. This allowed him to escape the Confederate Army, return to the Union, and deliver all the information to the Union Army. Back on duty as a nurse at the hospital, he continued to serve proudly in the Union Army. A couple months later, another spy mission became available. This time, as an Irish peddler. As this Irish peddler, he was able to infiltrate the Confederate line and sell some of his wares to the troops of the Confederacy. He was able to get a horse named Rebel. He rode Rebel back across the Union lines. At this time, the Battle of Virginia was slowing down. His troop was transferred to the Shenandoah Valley. Private Thompson's reputation as a nurse and a spy preceded the transfer, and he soon found a new territory for spying. On several occasions, he went back over Confederate lines as Cuff. In August of 1862, Private Thompson again went behind enemy lines, this time disguised as a black woman. After infiltrating enemy lines, he became a laundress in the camp. One day, while cleaning an officer's coat, a packet of official Confederate papers fell out of his pocket. Thompson quickly picked them up and decided now was the time to return to the Union. The officers were amazed at the information he was able to bring back. By the end of 1862, his unit was transferred to Kentucky. Again, his reputation preceded him. They already had a role ready for him to go into the South under the name of Charles Mayberry. Once again, Private Thompson succeeded in his mission and was able to bring back sensitive information. Again, out of his spy role, he went back to his nursing role. He worked long hours as a military nurse. Treating the ill and sick soldiers was really his mission but it took a lot out of him. One of the health issues that he dealt with was while working in the hospital. He contracted malaria. After contracting malaria, you would think that he's a nurse at the hospital, he could be treated right there, but that is not what happened. At the risk of having his true identity discovered while being treated at the hospital, Franklin Thompson decided to flee and check into a civilian hospital. Private Thompson was able to flee to Cairo, Illinois, where he was able to get treatment in a hospital for malaria. Shortly after this, the Union Army published a list of deserters. Despite all that he had done for the Union Army, Franklin Thompson 
was now an official deserter. This secret identity that Franklin fled the army to conceal is that he was not Franklin Thompson. He was, in fact, Emma Watson from Canada. After the war, Emma wrote her memoirs. It was called Nurse and Spy in the Union Army. Became very popular book, selling over 100,000 copies. What had allowed this Emma Watson to dress like a man and join the army? Well, it came down to the need for army soldiers and that physical. The Union Army being in such desperate need for soldiers that they did not do an actual physical. Had they done physicals on all the new recruits, she would have been discovered and not been able to enlist as Franklin Thompson. What makes her story interesting is that she pulled it off. Unlike the young girls of today, who have many, many powerful female role models, Emma Watson did not really have any women to look up to. She was born into a family where the father had wanted a son, and he really resented the fact that she was not a boy. He treated her horribly during her early life. In order to counter this, she wanted to prove herself worthy. So she dressed like a boy. She acted like a boy. When finally, the abuse from her father became too much and she fled from home. She came down to the United States, was living in Flint, Michigan, selling Bibles when she first got the call to enlist in the Union Army. Emma was one of approximately 250 to 400 women who succeeded enlisting in the Army during the Civil War. What makes her story different is the length of her career in the Army and that she was successful as a Union spy. Now, like I said, there may have been up to 400 women enlisting in the Army, but due to the secretive nature of their work, there's very little evidence to back up an exact number of how many there were. One of Emma's first inspirations was from a book called Fanny Campbell, The Female Pirate Captain. The book came out in the 1840s, and Emma credits her strength to escape her abusive father and head off on her own to the female hero in this book. After leaving the Union Army, she fled back to Canada. It was here she met her husband, Linus. They decided to move to the United States, and they settled in Cleveland, Ohio. The marriage was a happy marriage, with Emma raising three sons, one of whom enlisted in the Army, just like Mama did. While happy in her family life, Emma continued to struggle with being branded a deserter in the Civil War. The Army still didn't know about her disguise as Franklin Thompson, and with the encouragement of her friends, she petitioned the War Department for a full review of her case. The case was debated, and on March 28th of 1884, the House of Representatives passed House Bill Number 5335, validating her case. The bill includes the following statements. Truth is oft times stranger than fiction, and now comes the sequel. Sarah 
Emma Edmonds, alias Franklin Thompson, is now asking Congress to grant her relief by way of a pension on account of her fading health. The days and nights she spent in the swamps of the Chickahominy in the days she spent soldiering. Franklin Thompson and Sarah Emma Edmonds are one and the same person as established by abundance of proof and beyond a doubt. She submits a statement and also the testimony of ten credible witnesses, men of intelligence, holding places of high honor and trust, who positively swear she is the identical Franklin Thompson. On July 5, 1884, a special act of Congress granted Emma Edmonds, alias Franklin Thompson, an honorable discharge from the Army, plus a bonus and a veteran's pension of $12 a month. Now satisfied with her honorable discharge, Emma lived out the rest of her life in Laporte, Texas, where she died on September 5, 1898. She's buried in the military section of the Washington Cemetery in Houston, Texas. In honor of her duty and devotion to her country, she is the only female member of the organization formed after the Civil War by Union veterans, the Grand Army of the Republic. In her own words, Emma said of her adventures, I am naturally fond of adventure, a little ambitious, and a good deal romantic, but patriotism was the true secret of my success. From the role of Army Private Franklin Thompson to the real person behind the disguised Sarah Emma Edmonds. The life and times of the Civil War. And now you know the rest of the story. I want to thank everyone for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Derek Izzy. Check out my website, DerekIzzy.com. And subscribe to iTunes, Derek Izzy Show. Also, if you're on iTunes, please write us a review. Reviews are hard to come by as they actually take time out of your day to sit down and type something up on your phone or on your tablet. But reviews are very helpful in growing the show. The show's been growing at a slow and steady pace, but we want it to take off. Also, a reminder to visit the sponsor of today's podcast, Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash Derek and take advantage of a 30-day, one free download subscription to Audible. Listen to the books in your car. Listen to them from your smartphone, from your tablet, from any device. This has been The Derek Izzy Show. Good day.